Welcome to the Fuck the Generational Wealth Gap podcast with your host, Elise Alexander. I'm your go-to fam when it comes to creating a wealthy life and getting rid of all the baggage that comes with codependency and perfectionism. It's not an easy trip, but you better bet your ass it's worth it and you are worthy of it. Welcome to episode six, everyone. And today we're going to talk about emotional wealth. And I'm really excited to talk about emotional wealth because I believe that it's not something a lot of people are either aware of or acknowledge the importance of or recognize that we need emotional wealth, that we need, it is a need, it is not a want, it is a need that we have. So we are going to talk about a couple of things. We are going to talk about what is emotional wealth. We're going to talk about why is it important. We're going to talk about how do we get more of it. We're going to talk about can you learn it at any point in life. We're also going to talk about why we didn't learn emotions or emotional wealth and why it is so important also to have emotional balance in wealth. Okay, so here we go, hitting the ground running. What is emotional wealth? The definition that I looked up was emotional wealth refers to the abundance and successful management of mental, relational, and purpose relevant resources. It is foundational to achieving all other forms of wealth in a sustainable way. So emotional wealth has everything to do with longevity. Longevity is important because we're not just creating wealth for a couple of days. We're not just creating wealth for a couple of weeks. We're creating wealth for legacies, as well as generation after generation after generation. That is how we're going to help a billion people because you impact not just the person of the creation and touch point, but also the many generations that come after them. Let's hope. So why is that important? Why is it important to have this resource foundationally because I would say the two things that come from emotional wealth that we need more of, it creates more emotional intelligence, number one. And it also creates more emotional resilience. So having emotional wealth gives you, number one, more emotional intelligence, as well as number two, more emotional resilience. Because what is emotional wealth to me? Three things. Emotional wealth is being in control of your emotions, thoughts, and feelings. Whoo, it feels so good when you are the person who is in control of your own thoughts and feelings. You know what's up, you know what's going on. And you're not trying to figure out from somebody else how it is that you feel. Number two, being able to feel the full range of my emotions is emotional wealth to me. Because when you feel emotional wealth, that means you feel it all. We don't get to choose. We don't get to choose whether it is one feeling or the other. But we do get to choose whether or not we want to fully feel something or not. Yes, you can say, yes, I want to be positive. Yes, I want to choose this. But if there's a hard moment happening in your life, you need to process through it. And if you can do it in the moment, whew, good for you. <laughs> I can't always do that. But I'm learning and continuing to understand 
how to, because that's what happens when you allow yourself to feel the full range of your emotions, to truly connect with everything. Because when you can feel the good, bad, and the ugly, not that they are good, bad, and ugly, but some things are harder than others to do it, you can allow yourself to truly feel safe, to truly feel whole, to truly have all of your needs met all of the time. So number three, being able to communicate about your emotions effectively. This is emotional wealth to me because you can feel how you feel, but if you cannot communicate to somebody else how you feel, it stumps you. It creates stagnation. It forces you sometimes back into yourself, into your body, starting to question yourself, repeating the limiting beliefs that we have now either stored or restored, and they're coming back up. Because when we cannot communicate effectively, that is a need as well. We need to feel seen. We need to feel heard. We need to be absolutely indicated that you are loved and you are whole. It's all a need that we have. And we try to act in 2022 like we don't have needs. Like needs aren't important. Like, like no, you know what, you, you, you have needs. I don't have needs. I won't take up any space. Don't worry about it. No needs for me. But that's not real. And just because we're trying to people please or because we are in a pattern of codependency and don't realize it, we end up getting stuck in these emotions. And instead of stuck in the emotions, we decide we're just gonna avoid them altogether. But when you cannot feel, you cannot love. And then you cannot love yourself in order to then have others love you. So we need to feel, we need to feel the full range. And I'll tell you something I know for sure. If you do not deal with your emotional bullcrap, <laughs> it's gonna keep coming up and it's gonna keep coming up and it's gonna keep coming up and it's gonna keep coming up because that is what is in our way to exactly what you want, to wealth. It is your trauma and your things that you pushed off and disassociated from that is stopping you from getting all of the wealth and all of the life that you desire, the wealthy love, the wealthy life that you're looking to live, the balance, the equality, the freedom, that's what's in the way, is the things you don't want to take a look at. You think that any of us who have figured out even this far wouldn't have been like, yeah, no, it's fine. I'll just like go around the trauma. <laughs> yeah, we already tried that. <laughs> it didn't work. So you have to truly for longevity purposes, build emotional wealth. It, it's important to retain not only in yourself, but also to understand that the outside world is always shifting. So to have inner emotional wealth, to have balance inside yourself, that no one can rock you, no one can tilt you off your shit, you're here and you're here to stay. Okay, we need to be our best selves. And our best selves are people who have compassion, who have empathy, who have the ability to see beyond themselves. Those are also great leaders. And it is important as an emotional wealthy person 
to be the best potential version of ourselves, which means connecting with our emotional wealth and maintaining it. So checking in on yourself and saying, hey, you know, how do my emotions feel today? <laughs> how does my body feel today? Are you listening to it? Or are you just disassociating and focusing on something else? When we focus and we listen, listen, <laughs> when we listen to our emotional body and what our body is telling us and how our thoughts turn into feelings, turn into emotions, turn into memories, thoughts, emotions, feelings, memories. It's quick. It's like that. But everything starts with a thought. So I would say, can you learn it at any point? So we've already gone over what is it? Why is it important? How can we get more of it? Which is what I will go over right now. How do you get more emotional wealth? Well, number one, I would say you have to be willing to receive. You have to be willing to receive. And that means full surrender. Full surrender, allowing yourself to receive even when it's uncomfortable, even when you really don't feel like it, even when you feel like you literally want to be the snake that jumps out of your own skin, sitting with it and allowing yourself to feel whatever it is. Because I do not believe emotions are good or bad. They just are. So we have to sit with it and we have to feel it. And within three minutes, normally that emotion processes through if you're really feeling it and you can breathe that out. It doesn't have to be something that you keep with you all of the time. It doesn't have to be something that really gets stuck and creates issues like health issues and different things that you'll then have to go process through the rest of your life because of the health issues it created because we don't deal with the original thoughts and the original emotions and the original feelings. See what I mean? How we always end up having to come back to the same spot. So how do you get more? Number one, be willing to receive. Number two, find ways to release the trauma. This can be anything from therapy to a coach, to connecting with like-minded individuals, to really doing the deep work and journaling every day. It's starting. It's starting to find ways to release the trauma because we don't release the trauma when we just like chat, you know, back and forth. It doesn't really work that way. You have to dig and it has to be your discovery, not another discovery that someone else gave to you because then you won't keep it. It has to be a self-awareness moment, an aha for yourself. So healing that and finding ways to release that for me have been mostly focused in really understanding and connecting to my little me, to my little E. So I would ask yourself, what is it that little you needed and didn't get? Because that's what we need to be emotionally wealthy. Number three, the more you are able to handle, the more will show up for you. This is how do we get more emotional wealth? So the more you're able to handle, the more the universe kind of sends stuff your way. It's like, oh, okay, you can handle it now. You're not going to break. Okay, keep going. 
And this is how emotions and memories start to show up because I was someone who didn't have a lot of memories from when I was young because I disassociated so many of them because I either didn't want to remember them or I didn't know how to handle the emotions that were coming up in either those moments or processing after those moments. Because trauma, the only definition of trauma is that it's an experience that happened too fast for us to be able to process through. That's the definition. So I think that the whole world actually goes through trauma and doesn't realize it because the new age definition of trauma is much more um, blanketing. So for me, the more I was willing to recognize my own responsibility, my own self-awareness, the more memories started to show up for me, the more I started to remember things about my childhood, the more I started to be able to connect in my body and started to get more information because I wasn't just asking little E for like the tips and tricks. I was really connecting and am really connecting with her. We're taking her along the road with you, him or her, whoever it is that you are. We're bringing them along. They don't get to like stay stuck in the past. It is your greatness and your smallness that gets to fit into equality to be exactly who you are. So can you learn it at any point? <laughs> can you learn emotional wealth at any point? For me, I would 100% say yes. I believe that neuroplasticity is incredibly, incredibly beautiful. And it's also something that we have learned so much from in our ability to really figure out, okay, yes, we can fix this now. Yes, we can fix this. Because again, we already have what we need inside of us. So at any point, no matter any age, your brain can figure out a way to heal itself. Your body can figure out a way to heal itself but it's all in the power of the heart, the soul, and the mind, and spirit. So can you learn it at any point? Yes, <laughs> neuroplasticity is powerful. And I would say if you make the decision and you put a system in place to support you, then yes, you can. But if you do not do those steps, if you do not remind yourself why this is so important to you, then there's going to be a lot of moments to where you might slip or to where you might have to come back to it or you might have to remind yourself on why it is emotional wealth is so important and such a large piece of the pie because when you feel good you make more money when you feel amazing and like everything's going right and you're in your flow you want to do more of it so it feels good to you and that's how we make money that's how we make jobs that's how we make purpose feel good to you because the last question that I want to leave you with is why is it that emotional wealth is actually more important than physical wealth? And are you starving yourself of some emotional wealth? Take a minute, take a deep breath. And ask yourself with love, Am I starving myself of emotional wealth? Or am I truly self-loving myself into emotional wealth? Because why also is wealth so important or why is emotion so important in wealth? Because people who can control their emotions are actually wealthier.
So thank you so much for joining me today. I am so grateful for the opportunity to have you listen. If something resonated with you today, please, please leave a comment or share this episode. I will see you guys next week. And I hope you have a wonderful, wealthy, and worthy day. Have a good one.